Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the Oakland City Council, Oakland, California, which is 45 miles from my house, uh, Oakland City Council, all the headlines, the only thing I can find on any of the headlines is them mentioning the Oakland City Council the way blue cities do, weighed in on an international problem and blue city councils do you know like what is your city council doing condemning wars or weighing in on foreign policy it's just so stupid but anyway they did it and they unanimously voted for a ceasefire there, the Oakland City Council. They voted for a ceasefire. Ceasefire with their war with Richmond? Or what? <laughs> for those who know the local geography. <laughs> of course, we're talking about uh, Israel and uh, Gaza and Hamas and uh, the, the whole thing. And so they unanimously voted for a ceasefire. And I've gone through, I don't know how many articles here. Uh, this is CBS News. Oakland City Council unanimously passes resolution acts asking for ceasefire. Um, uh, local TV stations. Oakland City Council unanimous. Oakland City Council passes. Blah, 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 blah. None of them mention that then, and by the way, that uh, resolution has nothing about the atrocities or good guys or bad anything. It's just a flat, there needs to be a ceasefire. And there are like 500 people there, and twelve of the 1,200 comments, like 980 of them were all in favor, etc., etc. Then they attempted to pass a, re- a resolution condemning Hamas, and it failed 6-2. And that is not in any of these stories. Wow. And I just heard that on Fox, so I'm trying to find wow. that anywhere, but that's that doesn't make the story. So all your left-leaning freaking media, I am so upset with the news flow. It's making me insane. It's like making me crazy. It should make you angry. So all of the news flow is, here's another example of how awful it is and how there needs to be a ceasefire. Even the Oakland City Council unanimously agrees, like that should mean something to me. But doesn't mention that they're unwilling to condemn beheading babies. Right. 
Right. That's so crazy. That is well, that so shows you the, crazy. The depth of immorality of the progressive left. The the moral relativism meets the grotesquely stupid and oversimplified worldview that they trot around. I'm picturing Israeli leaders saying, Oakland, Oakland, California. Uh, th- th- tell me about this Oakland. I don't know Oakland. Well, it, it used to be a great city, sir. What happened? Well, the very people who run it ran it into the ground. They've lost all their sports teams, half their economy. Crime has quadrupled. Now these people are ordering you to have a ceasefire. Yeah, okay. Thanks for the input, Oakland. <laughs> Oakland. Um, I, I would have loved to have been in that meeting and stood up and say and just asked the question. So you're unwilling to condemn beheading babies? Really? Have you thought this through? Well, you need context. You need to understand the context of the conflict. You people are such clowns. See, that's the thing. And they don't even understand if they were listening, which is unlikely. The nature of our criticism. It's not that you're wrong. You are wrong. Uh, You're wrong on both counts. Uh, It's that you're so clownish. In your self-importance and you're imagining that your voice needs to be heard or anybody wants to hear your voice on these topics about which you know practically nothing but the ideology your professors taught you. Try to run your decaying city, Oakland. So uh, I think I'm understanding this as I read it. And again, I heard this story on Fox as I came in. So it looks to me like what happened is it was the fourth draft of the resolution uh, saying there needs to be a ceasefire that passed unanimously. They couldn't get it passed if it had included any language that said what Hamas did was bad. So that's what got voted down. And then they finally came up with a resolution that, as it says here from one of the draftees, depoliticized the resolution and centered on peace and didn't name condemnation of Hamas. You people are like children. I said clowns before. I guess you're like child clowns or Listen to clown this. children. Your understanding <laughs> of these things is like that of a nine-year-old. You are a child. Go do something else. You're, thank you, Tucker. You're like clown children. Listen to this childlike clown stuff. You're, you're a child with clown shoes on. You child? Um, it didn't name condemnation of Hamas. It didn't name condemnation of Israel because we wanted to focus on love life. And lifting up what we support, not what we condemn. So they unanimously passed a resolution calling for a ceasefire, which, of course, does help Hamas. I mean, that is siding with Hamas asking for a ceasefire. But I just want peace. Well, that's nice, Johnny. Now go back to third grade. As Jonah Goldberg keeps pointing out over and over again, there was a ceasefire on October 6th. They ended the ceasefire. And these people, they're gifted not only with their childishness, their inflated sense of their own importance and the rest of the characteristics we've run through today, but they also have the belligerent certainty of the simpleton, which makes them extra charming. Yeah. Like the young college women and men screaming in the streets 
They are so 100% convinced of their own righteousness, having understood, you know, about a quarter of what they need to understand, that they are ready to lecture the world and indeed force the world into compliance with their views. Uh, the sort of thing that's not allowed in, oh, what was the term again? Ah, Western civilization. One council member who apparently came around at some point and voted for it because it was unanimous. Uh, Dan Kalb, we should have you on the show. He said, I do ask you to consider and support these factual amendments. This is talking about condemning Hamas. Not even mentioning the Hamas mass murder on October 7th is sending the wrong message and an embarrassing message, he said. The city council chambers were packed with people who wanted to give public comment that lasted from 4.30 until 9 o'clock. Good God. Three and a half hours of listening to people argue about this. About something that has nothing to do with the decaying city of Oakland. Right. You people are clowns. Anyway, what was that phrase again? I might have to remember that if I ever ever need to throw around any crap. Uh, We want to focus on love life. Lifting up what we support, not what we condemn. I need to focus on love life, too. My love life. Um... (laughs) I think that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, November 28th, the year 2023. We are taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially. Here comes the show according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Um, As uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. I got a lot of attention yesterday. That's the Secretary of Education, who many of my libertarian friends believe is a department that shouldn't exist at the federal level. Anyway, the Secretary of Education, who apparently doesn't know, like, every single conservative's favorite phrase, (laughs) if you're, like, between the age of 80 and 40, certainly, was when Ronald Reagan famously said the most... Dangerous or frightening the words. scariest words in the English language are... We're from the government and we're here to help. <laughs> but he thought that that was serious. The uh, Secretary of the Department of Education played that again. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. And then he was going to lay out the government program that was going to make your life better. Yes. Isn't that hilarious? Exactly. That is hilarious. Huh. Clown. Another Clown. Ignorant, yet certain. Often wrong, never in doubt. Miguel Cardona, the Secretary of Miseducation. He's here to teach your kids about queer theory and systemic racism. Reading what? There's a story about this high school in Brooklyn had a riot. A riot. Because one of the teachers was found out to have attended a pro-Israel rally in the immediate aftermath of the slaughter of October 7th. There was a riot in the school as the children took control of the school, damaged property, committed acts of violence and destruction, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Virtually nothing's being done about it. The uh, reading at grade level uh, percentage in that school, 27%. Oh, my God. So they can't even read the Hardy Boys, much less Middle East history, which might be useful to know before you start trashing your school over a conflict you don't even have a child's understanding of. I feel like I want to glue myself to something in protest. Feel free. Maybe my own couch, and I'll just watch television. I'm going to glue myself to my couch in protest. How about Jack London Square in Oakland? Glue yourself to Jack London Square in protest of the clownishness of the Oakland City Council. (laughs) 
I don't I don't know if I want to be <laughs> Time for a vote on the source. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to be there at night. And I'm focusing on love life, Joe. Maybe you're not. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. Armstrong and Getty. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.